welcome to the the Super 90s Brothers. I am your host, Brennan Pointer. Along with me is Adam J. Pitzler. How's it going, buddy? With you as always, it's Adam. Good man, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I really thought you were going to start the show by saying, finish him! And like, that's because that's I thought that was like your new thing is when you like we talking where like you kind of like tease of what we're talking about today. So. You're right, but I'm just a little out of practice because we've been on a hiatus for about what four to six weeks. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean we, we could talk about it. There's, I mean, it's just been crazy. I mean, I, we I mean we both have jobs. We both have. It's been the summer. Summers have always like for me have been just crazy times at the time of the year and. uh we have been like we have been trying to figure out a different way to record the show. We are still recording it, recording it the old way on our phones, so you still got the monotone sound. But we're we're trying to find a way to do it with stereo, so it sounds more professional. I know that we've gotten some criticism about, you know, how the, the sound quality. But you know, wait, we're back. we got we're, one bad we got one bad review, and uh, actually it wasn't even that bad. He was actually really nice. He just said the sound quality sucks. So Brennan and I are. Brennan and I are resolved to improve that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, everything. I mean, we're good. We're going to start doing this weekly again, and uh, it's you know, it's about it's about time. And um, but um, so how are you doing? It how's, is about uh, how, time. How, how's uh, how, how have you been? Uh, uh, everything's great. Like this is my absolute favorite time of the year. Because um, it's right before football season, there's you have the most amount of football in front of you that you will ever have right now today. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right, yeah. I I like do this thing where every week I start I start making like a fraction in my head where like okay, the season is one sixteenth over, or the season is you know three seventeenths over <laughs> include the bye week. Like, and right. then I'm like, oh my god, you need to enjoy the next 14 weeks. And so right now, I've got like a full plate of pie in front of me, and I'm ready to just chow down on it like a, you know, like a pregnant lady in 3 a.m. going through her <laughs> cravings. Yeah, like for those of you who don't know, me and Adam used to do a fantasy show, a fantasy football show, and uh, scrapped it for this show. So we're big Seahawks fans, and uh, you know, it's it's Blue Friday. It's the Friday before the Seahawks first, you know. Regular season game, so it's you know it's a it's a big day in our household. Um, I got I yeah. got Lincoln I I got Lincoln IP like being able to do like the Sea Hawks chant with me, which is really cute. Oh my god, and, that's awesome! And then like every time I say Seahawks to Link, Link like says football, and like he like he like he is able to associate like Seahawks with football, and like we were watching the the Chiefs stomp the New England Patriots last night, and he kept on saying football the entire time we're watching it so like he's man he he understands the game more than some of my (laughs) ex-girlfriends well that's how abby described it so like he's she's like well you know like basically like little kids are like those like annoying like annoying girls who like just pick a football team and then and they just they just kind of like mimic what people say like that's kind of like what (laughs) like what babies are like like in football like like Lynn doesn't care about the Seahawks he just like he likes it because I like it and that's exactly no, it's like, in his it's in his DNA he likes it, it. he he does like it I, I think I got two little good Seahawks fans I, I shouldn't compare you know babies to like well Abby did Abby, really we really we should be shaming Abby shame on her that's true yeah I'm not the one being sexy no so. that's true okay so <laughs> uh, what were we talking about today buddy 
So today our show is about an old favorite video game, and I think I teased it earlier, Mortal Kombat. And Mortal Kombat! That's obviously from the film. We're talking about the film, too. Um, but yeah, we're just going to talk about, you know, Mortal Kombat, what it means to us, what it, like how, like, and, you know, that, that was a really big video game in the 90s, like, in Mortal the 90s, Kombat, like, Mortal Kombat was transcendent. It was awesome. I remember, I remember being, like, six or seven years old, and, like, my mom was in, like, a bowling league, and I would go to the bowling alley, like, when she had to bowl in her league, and I would, like, hang out in the little arcade, you know? And there was always, like, like I don't know, 12 guys, 12, like, teenage guys sitting there playing each other at Mortal Kombat, like, again and again and again. And, like, it, I think it was one of those games where if you kept winning, you got to keep playing, and, like, somebody else had to put in a quarter or something like that. Right. And, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And, and, like, watching the guys play, just the arcade version, like, before it even hit consoles, it was, like, such a big deal. I remember everyone talking about it. Like, it was, like... When Mortal Kombat and, like, Street Fighter 2 were in the arcades, it was, like, that was everybody's favorite thing to do at the time. It was better than console games at the time. So, like, everybody knew about Mortal Kombat. Everyone had, like, you know, you would talk about it. You And this was before Internet, so you'd have to, like, share information on how to do, like, the moves and stuff. Oh, yeah. Anyway, totally. it, yeah. It, was like a, it was, like, a really community event, Mortal Kombat. And it was so awesome. And I want to kind of start with the lineage, and that was... You know, the arcade game came first, which a lot of people got to play and a lot of people loved. And then, you know, it came out for Super Nintendo probably in, like, 93 or so, I would say. Yeah, I feel like and, 93, uh, 92, it, yeah, like, or maybe it was even 94, but, uh, um, probably, yeah, but, yeah, definitely early 90s. Um, do you remember, did you get it right away, the Super Nintendo game? You know, I didn't even have the Super Nintendo until 1996, um, and so... I had a bunch of friends that had Super Nintendo's, uh, Genesis, um, Game Game Boys, and uh, and I had a Game Gear, and I had it on Game Gear. But um, yeah, I mean, oh, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people, um, I, I I knew so many people that had it, so I got to play it a ton. Um, and I I definitely don't think I definitely don't think my parents would have let me buy it for a console. <laughs> if, if, oh yeah, if, I remember it was like a big controversy because there was blood. Yeah, there was blood. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll be talking about that later. But the, the blood controversy, and then, but yeah, it's it was definitely a a different, um, a very different, not different, but like, um, sorry. It was the best translation of like a one-on-one fighting game that there had been at the time. Now there's uh, been all kinds wait, of great, yeah, I great mean, ones. People, I mean, Street Fighter was. Already really big. So, Street like, Fighter was good, but Mortal Kombat was so much, so much more popular with more communities. Like, I feel like Street Fighter, I, I feel like Street Fighter was like the white kids' game, and Mortal Kombat was everybody's game. Like, it's like you play with Hispanics, African, everybody loves Mortal Kombat more, is my opinion. And I lived in a very diverse area at the time in Seattle, and I'm telling true, you, yeah. like only white, only white kids played Street Fighter. Everyone else played Mortal Kombat. Well, and I played them both. Yeah, I remember that I was in Spokane, Washington. You know, like yeah, it's ninety, it's ninety four percent Caucasian there. <laughs> yeah, so like it was very. Uh, but like, yeah, I, but anyway, I feel like there was always two camps. There was um, 
Street Fighter and there's Mortal Kombat. But, like, I feel like everyone kind of, like, went to Mortal Kombat because it had, like, real-life animations. Like, these weren't, like, video game characters. They were, like, they looked like real people, you know? So, yeah. let's get into the characters. Um, who was your favorite okay, character? I, well, for me, I, I like Liu Kang probably the best. Uh, I also like Scorpion. Um, mm. I'd say I probably pl- played with those two the most. Liu Kang, Scorpion. I mean, Sub Zero. I'd play with sometimes. I I didn't. I never liked Sonya. Um, I never liked Kano. I didn't really play with uh, Raiden. And the seventh one. Oh, Johnny Cage. I didn't really like Johnny Cage. So yeah, Scorpion and Liu Kang probably. What about you? Did you say Sing Sing Song? I don't think I think I'm butchering his you name. You can't play. But... You can't play with Sing Song until the sequels. You couldn't play with him in the first game. No, it was the seven characters. It was Scorpion, Sub Zero, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Raiden, Kano, and Sonya Blade. <laughs> uh, for me, it was definitely I, who I played with the most was um, uh, Sub Zero, just because. Uh, well, Sub Zero and Scorpion, they were they were clones of each other, like like kind basically of. kind of, but they had the same like kind of move set. So you could do like the Scorpion move and Sub Zero move. And one would be the freeze, and one would be the get over here. And um, and so I I use those a lot because those are like the only like moves I could like really remember like memorize. Yeah, get get over here was like a common move. People knew how to. It was easy for. I think it was like back back B or forward B. And um, you'd shoot like this grappling hook into the dude's throat, and you'd pull him towards you, and then you could do whatever move you wanted to him because he was stunned. And most people would do the uppercut because I think that was the strongest basic move. But you could also right, do, yeah. like, like, those swinging back kicks, which were kind of cool. Or you could, you know, you could do whatever you want. You could start a combination. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember Mortal, I remember being surprised at Mortal Kombat. You remember just, like, the high punch? If you just, like, high punch somebody a lot, you could actually do a lot of damage. Like, da-da-da-da-da-da, but the low punch was kind of funky. Right, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the uppercut, like, definitely, I remember, like, just being such a flame and just using that, like, the, all the entire time, like, I could never win, because, like, I, I mean, I could win, but, like, I could only win if I was, like, really cheap. I couldn't, like, I was I was never, like, very tactical. Like, I, it, it, it was a pretty cheap game. I mean, the first incarnation of that game was, wasn't all that complicated. You had, like, you know, maybe, like, eight moves you could do, and then your special moves. And if right. you didn't know how to do the special moves, and a lot of us didn't, because we didn't have internet, like, those were, so that's kind of how you won. You kind of right. did the sweep and the high punch and the uppercut, and that was about it. And yeah, you it jump was... kick around all over the place until you injure him. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think my buddy had a Super Nintendo, and we would um, we would go, I'd go over to his house, and we would just we would just play this game for, like, hours. And, like, it, and it, it, and it was just, like, it was so much fun. That I, I think it was, like, the novelty of being, like, so the game came out in 1993 or 1992 in a, an arcade, and um, and I just remember like the blood, the guts, and like that's why you're like a, a young boy, and like it's just like it was such a, it was so uh, something you'd never seen in a video game before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like this really vivid, violent, like just cool game that you hadn't seen before, and like everybody played it, so you you could play it with like any of your friends. Now I will I will say that I always had a problem with one-on-one Mortal Kombat because it felt like there was always one person who was, like, better than the other person. It was just always hard for that person to ever win. And so I don't feel right. like I, I was always really good at it compared to my friends. Like, right. I, I feel like we, we would never play any more than, like, 
three to five matches because they, they really couldn't compete. And I didn't, I didn't know how to just suck on purpose to make it fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and then you could also, you could go through the, uh, like, the, like the story mode. It wasn't really a story mode, a mode, but like, yeah. you, you could, you started early, you'd start like with easy guys and you'd work your way up and you always wanted to like try to get the Goro. You remember like, and Goro had like the, he had the, the forearms and, um, yeah, and Goro was cool. And, uh, so so ba- let's backtrack a little bit. What were some of your favorite moves by any of the characters? And that that can include finishing moves. <laughs> Gosh, I this is where I get kind of hazy. I mean, I already mentioned my my favorite. The only move I could do was like the get over here in the freezing. And like sometimes you'd accidentally do like some other like. Um, remember Sonya had the like the round? Did she have like a roundhouse kick where she was like upside down? Like I thought that. No, was, that like, was that was that was Chun Li. <laughs> That, in oh, that's, <laughs> um, you know that, that's you so know, sexist. Do you think all girls are the same? I do, yeah. Um, so, Sonia had that. You, you cool, and Abby. No, that, not, not Sonia, but um, who was it? Raiden had that awesome, like, he would, like, fly, like, in his fist, like, going Super, in. Yeah, it was chest. like, that was like, it was like Superman, like, tackle or something. And you go, and you go, and he'd, like, fly across the screen. He'd sort of tackle you into the wall. Yeah, it, like that one was awesome. Um, Raiden could also was, shoot electricity, which was cool. Who could um, who could transport? Like you could like transport behind the other character. Uh, was that Raiden too? Like uh, yeah, I, I think, think yeah, it was like down up or something. Yeah, it was Raiden. It was like down up or up. I think it was down up or up down, and you would just you would more morph into like behind him, and you'd like kick him or something real fast. Yeah. And so you, so if you were fighting Raiden, you could never stay still. Otherwise, he'd just morph behind you and attack you. Yeah. But, like, fatalities-wise, like, I, I, I'm I, I'm struggling to remember, like, re, like, what was your favorite one? Now, maybe that'll help me remember. I, uh, well, the only one I ever knew how to do was Scorpions. It was, like, block up, up. And I'm, I'm seriously pulling these out of, like, my – we didn't do any research for this show. This is all <laughs> from my, like, 13-year-old memory bank. Like, it was, like, block up, up, or maybe block down, down. I'm pretty sure it was block up, up. And you had to stay, stand, like, two or three feet away from the guy, and Scorpion would rip off his mask, and there was, like, a skull. And then he would breathe fire on you, and you would, like, melt into, like, this little black skeleton and crumble on the ground. And then the cool, badass narrator guy would, like, Scorpion wins a fatality. And it was all <laughs> bloody on the screen. And you get bonus points for fatality. It was awesome. It, it, it was awesome. Uh I remember a bunch of other fatalities, but I think most of them were from Mortal Kombat 2. Because, like, as, as, yeah. the, game, as the game moved on, people had multiple fatalities. And, and then, it, then it got, like, completely out of hand. Like, there was, like, fatalities, babalities, animalities. Beastality. Beastiality. No, that was animality. <laughs> You're right, though. It's called beast. BCL. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was friendship, which was totally stupid. Yeah. So, like, w- one thing about these games is that Mortal Kombat came out in 1992. Mortal Kombat 2 came out in 1993. Um, and then Mortal Kombat and then Mortal Kombat 3 came out in 1995. So they all came out like really, really close together. Um, and like the free, like you said, the first one only had seven characters. I think that like Mortal Kombat two like at least doubled that um, that character list. 
Yeah, uh, there was a lot. Um, there was maybe like 15, 16, and so, and then part three, there was sort of like 22 or something. Right, and like, but the one thing about, um, um, yeah, but I think, so all the press was around like Mortal Kombat and like the blood and like, and how like terrible like the fatalities were, and then Mortal Kombat 2 came out, doubled the character list, but then like, and, but it, I think it like doubled the like fatalities and all the other like, and I think Mortal Kombat 2 is the one that got the really the, the ton of press about like how terrible it was. Um, and then Mortal Kombat 3 came out and they had they added like the the fatalities and they added but that was like uh, that, that was like their concession to all the whiners. Hey, it's not all bad. Look, they turn into babies. Or look, they, right. they do these friendship moves. It's like it's like the the friendship, angel, yeah, angry yeah. mothers are like, okay, that's fine, I guess. Not really. Oh, they probably still hated the game. And I was going to mention this earlier. I just don't want to really get into it. Uh, but uh, there was a um, uh, so in the first Mortal Kombat, I think there was. I don't know if there was a no blood mode or if they like you could change the color, but in Mortal Kombat yeah. 2, there was definitely a like you could do a no blood mode or you could like change the color of the blood, um, and like that was like, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it was fun to like, change the change the blood to like green just because it looked cool, but like, I mean, I remember <laughs> like uh, I remember like having this debate a lot when I was in like elementary school, like which version of Mortal Kombat was better. And everyone always said the Sega version was better because it had blood. But I always, I had a Sega, but I always had Mortal Kombat on Super. So That's right. That's right. Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo didn't have blood, did it? It was like grayed out. It had out. blood. It was just, it was just wasn't very bloody. It wasn't bloody. Yeah, that was, yeah, because Nintendo didn't want to have blood on their, like they didn't want to have, they, they knew they had to have the game on their system, but they didn't want to have the blood. Yeah, and, and that's right. My buddy had a, my other buddy had a Sega, and you'd go over there and you'd play because it, and like, it, and he had blood, and I was like, that was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's all coming so, back to me now. Yeah. So let's get back to a few of our favorite characters and character moves. Like I, I like Liu Kang. He had Liu, Liu Kang was cool because he had all these different kinds of easy moves you could do. It's like upper fireball, lower fireball, fireball. And then, like, Ford Ford Kick was, like, this crazy, like, kick he would do, kick you into the wall. Kind of like uh, Raiden's tackle, except it was a kick. And then if you hold, like, lower kick for five seconds and let go, he would do, like, this bicycle kick into your face. It was like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Luke totally cool. Up. And then in the sequels, you know, they created all these new characters, and a lot of them were similar, but a lot of them were new also. I remember, like, Katana... I remember liking this guy named Baraka. He was sort of like this oh, weird... Oh, Baraka, he, yeah. He kind of looked like Voldemort, honestly. <laughs> Except he had these, like, swords for his arms, and I thought that was really cool. You could go... Instead of punching people, you would, like, cut them with these, like, sword arms. Mm -hmm. And um, there was this guy named Jax, who was, like, this big buff black dude with, like, these uh, metal arms. And he would do this really cool move called Gotcha! And he would grab you by the shirt, and then you would keep hitting B, and he would just, like, pound you in the face with these big metal arms, like, again and again and again. It was so cool. Yeah, I remember the Baraka, he had this fatality who would, he would, like, use his, like, metal arms, and then he would, like, basically, like, it was like a wood chipper, and, like, that was, like, he would, like, use his arms, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that, that was maybe a... That, maybe that wasn't a fatality, but maybe that was a move, too, like, um, where he, like, kind of, like, he he held you in the air and like, kind of like, 
cut you back and forth. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> there was this really cool, like, um, uh, Liu Kang, like, I think it might have been an animality in part two where he would literally turn into a dragon and eat you. It was really mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> anyway, um, um, so there's all kinds of game uh, players and characters we can talk about, but do you, of all the versions, of all the incarnations of it, did you have, like, a one favorite character that you would play the most, like, parts one, two, or three? Um, I mean, Scorp- I, I think Scorpion or Sub-Zero, I, I was, it was, it was those two for me always. Like, I was always, I, lo- I mean, they were kind of, like, the staples of the series, like, um, and I, I just played with them the most. I remember one, like, one summer that sticks on my mind, like, in particular was when Mortal Kombat 2 came out and uh, I would go over to my friend's house like every day and we'd play, we'd play a ton of Super, like Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis games and um, um, those were the and, days, huh? Yeah, those were the days and he, and we would, he had a book, he had the, like the, the book for yeah. like, fatalities, like he, so he had all the fatalities, he had all the moves and we would just like, we would just play and, try and, and do kind of, like try to learn like the moves and they, like take it. Some like, of them, it. some of them, some of them were so hard to do. Yeah, I'm. I'm always so. I was always so bad at like the uh, one thing. I, I'm bad at memorization and like move sets and like that was the one thing that you like if you had to, if you wanted to be good at you needed to you needed to be able to memorize move sets and like how to take them in the game and then like if you were on the like another thing was like once you like flipped over someone you'd have to do it the opposite way. And so, like, that was always kind of hard for me to, like, wrap my brain around, is, like, trying to, like, memorize this stuff. Like, I, the fighting games that I've always, like, kind of learned, like, got to me, like, I have, like, more, like, stuff like Smash Brothers, where you can, where there's, like, there's not any, like, real movesets. Um, but, yeah, that's a whole other, that's a whole other show, Adam. <laughs> well, um, let's talk about the the, the moves briefly it, it was really difficult a lot of them like even when you knew the combination you still couldn't do it uh, right. especially the fatalities the fatalities a lot of them you had to be standing in a certain place it wasn't just the moveset you had to be standing in the right spot otherwise the fatality wouldn't work so mm-hmm. it was actually pretty temperamental for like you know 11 year old boys trying to trying to do these awesome moves on their video games with like no internet and like no examples so you're just like trying to figure it out yourself and right. the other thing is, like, once the fatality started, you couldn't pause it. So if you didn't have the move set, like the 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 button combination memorized, you just you just couldn't get to it in time. It's not like you could look it up and then have time to do it. Like you had to know it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so anyway, that was tough. But anyway, it was still like super fun. And I was gonna say, um, I think, and I'm gonna go a little off the board here. And I don't know that he's my favorite all-time character because he was only in part three. But I always really loved this cop named Stryker. I don't know if you remember him. I remember Stryker, like yeah. Yeah, he was like a riot gear cop, kind of. And uh, he was like this white guy with his like backwards black hat on and like a blue cop uniform and like black pants. And anyway, he had a nightstick and a gun and grenades. And it was like, it was so cool. I learned how to do all his moves in part three. And when you get really good with Stryker, it's he's really hard to defend against because he can shoot you, he can throw grenades at you, and then he can he can hit you with his nightstick to sweep you from the front, which like nobody else could do, like a front sweep that like mm-hmm. was, could stretch like a third of the screen. And then he also did this really awesome like it was like Ford Ford X, um, which was like he would run at you 
and then he would, like, pick you up with his nightstick on your legs and, like, throw you over his head across the board. And then you would, like, you weren't stunned, but you, you had to stand up and you could already be attacking them again. It was a, it was really hard to defend. I always thought he was really cool. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 3, one of my favorite characters was, uh, was Nightwolf. Was yeah, like, uh, no, Nightwolf was cool. He had, the, like, the bow and arrow, and then he had, like, the yeah. tomahawk, and he would turn into a wolf. Yeah, like, I thought, like, I, I thought he was really cool. And then I think in that, in Mortal Kombat 3, there's also Shiva, who was, like, um, a female, like, a female he was version like, of... Goro, like, Goro, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. baby mama or something. Yeah, but, um... <laughs> yeah, I remember Shiva. She had this really, she had this really cool move where you'd stomp on their head. Like, you'd go, like, up, da- I think it was just up, down again, and she would, like, appear above their head and go, bah, 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 and, like, stomp on them. It was really cool. So, so but, like, so Mortal Kombat was great, like, we could talk about for all days, but, like, it wasn't until 1994, uh, in Mortal Kombat, the movie came out, and all of our dreams were realized on the silver screen. It probably was... One of the, probably one of the greatest movies, like, you know... Ever. In American film history, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably top, t- it's, you know, Shawshank, Citizen Kang, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> so I recently, I, I recently watched this movie. And, uh, yeah? man, it, it really does not hold up. You don't like um, it? I, 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 I guess I'm too nostalgic, but I still like it. I don't think it's good, but I still it's like not, it. You know, I, mean, I like it. I think that there's, there's a campiness to it. Um, and, but yeah, let's just talk about that. So like, basically, Mortal Kombat the film is they take all these characters. They take like, and the main characters in the movie are Luke Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya, um, and then Raiden, uh, Raiden, and Raiden, and Raiden, and, and so they're and Luke Kang. Oh, did you say Luke Kang? I say I said Luke Kang. And they're okay. basically they are going to Mortal Kombat this like, um, you know, fighting event like in this mysterious place and. They're gotta go fight uh, Shang Tsung, and it's like a tournament to save Earth. Um, and, so Raiden, uh, so Raiden like recruits all of them. He's like the battle right. for like the battle for Earth, the Middle Earth or whatever they call it is going. I don't think it's Middle Earth. I'm it's not Middle Earth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the battle for Earth is going on. I'm Raiden. It was played by Christopher Lambert, uh, Highlander, and he was yep. actually really good in it. And um, he goes and recruits Johnny Cage, who's like a movie star, and Sonya Blade, who's like a badass cop chick, and Liu Kang, who's like just this, this um, really athletic martial arts Asian guy. And uh, yeah. and Liu Kang's like brother gets killed by Shang Tsung at the beginning, and Sonya like gets on some. Sonya has some feud with Kano, and Kano's fighting for like the dark side. Anyway, it was yeah. awesome. Like the first movie. I love the first. I, I love the the how they made that game into a film. I love the translation of it. I, right. I contend that it may be the best video game translation into a movie. And believe me, that bar is very low. Like, <laughs> there, have been, there have been very very few even watchable video game translations. But I, I think this one is still the best. I and um, a lot of good actors in it too. I already said Christopher Lambert. Bridget Nelson, Nielsen or Nelson? I think it's Bridget Nelson. Um, Bridget, Bridget Wilson. Yeah, Bridget uh, Nielsen is Flavor Flav's Amazon girlfriend. Bridget, <laughs> Bridget Wilson was the hot chick in Billy Madison. Yeah, she yeah. Played, uh, she played Sonya Blade. And uh, I don't, the guy that played Johnny Cage wasn't famous, but he was really good. And 
I recently like went through all their IMDb pages and like they've all like gone on to have like um, interesting careers. Like they none of them like. I mean, I think Christopher is it is it Christopher Lambert? I or is it Lambert? Lambert. Is I like, don't think you pronounce it. I think it's a silent T. I think it's like Lambert or something. Um, off base for just one second. Well, I recently read that um, that Sonya Blade wasn't supposed to be played by Bertha Wilson. It was supposed to be she was supposed to be played by uh, Cameron Diaz. And oh, um, really? Yeah, Cameron Diaz and um, God, good career move by Cameron Diaz, by the way. <laughs> and Cameron Diaz backed out um, for I think for an injury. In a, in, or like she couldn't be in it because of an injury, and a bit, and I thought this was the biggest mind blow, blow mind blow, uh, was that Liu Kang was supposed to be played by um, um, Oprah. Gosh, he he died. Uh, he died. Uh, Brandon uh, Brandon Lee. Oh yeah. Wow. He was to be, that is he was a mind put, blow. And uh, he was supposed to yeah by Brandon Lee, and I was just like. Man, if this movie would have been with Brandon Lee, uh, Cameron Diaz as Sonya Blade, like it might have been like it, it, I don't know if it, the film quality would have been better, but it it, it might have been. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just I thought that was really like I thought that was really interesting to read about. Um, that is interesting. That's too bad. Brandon Lee would have killed it. I, I don't care about Cameron Diaz. I think she kind of would have. Right. At it, by, by, Brandon, Brandon Lee, that would have been good. Yeah, definitely. But um, I remember, so my biggest memory of this is I saw this movie, um, like, so this movie came out in 95, actually, not 94, in the summer of uh, 95, and it was, like, at the, you know, it was really at the peak of all this whole Mortal Kombat thing, and they did a really good job of getting this movie out at the, like, right time when, like, it was still, like, in everyone, like, mine. Um, And I remember going to sit, sit in the theater and watching this and, like, the build-up for it was so big, and being able to, like, finally see it in the theaters was so, like, was so fun. And, um, but, yeah, it was, a, and, like, as a little kid, like, as, like, in 95, I was 11 years old. Like, it, even if the movie sucked, it was still such a fun experience to go, like, see this movie and, like, see these characters, like, in on the movie screen. Like, and I probably left that totally. movie thinking, that, I probably left that movie thinking it was, like, the best movie in the world. Well, I, I don't know if I go that far, but I definitely liked it a lot. I saw it in the theater too, and it was like a really big deal. I saw it with my friend Brandon Sumner and our moms, and I remember our moms like admitting that they actually like enjoyed it a lot, which we both thought was meant that it was actually good. Like we thought it was good, but because our moms thought it was good too, then we thought, oh, it's actually a good movie. Maybe it'll win an Academy Award. <laughs> oh, moms. Um, anyway, but, uh, so the movie was really cool, and, uh, like, they, they did a good job of, like, throwing in some other characters. Like, like there was a couple, like, Mortal Kombat 2 characters that got thrown in randomly, like Katana was in it. Well, like, Katana, and, was like, uh, Katana was actually a big character in it. Like, yeah. he was, like, and yeah. Jax was, in, Jax was in the beginning, too. He wasn't yeah, really kinda, in it, but he was, kinda, he was with Sony at the beginning. Like an Easter egg, yeah. Yeah, Gore, I remember thinking Goro looked pretty stupid. Like yeah, when when you rewatch it, actually, he probably stands out the most. Like man, that doesn't look good at all. But I thought the character of Goro was still cool, and that fight scene with him and Johnny Cage at the end, with like up on the cliffside where he like does mm-hmm. the splits and he punches him in the nards just like he did in the game. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> the, 
that was pretty. Uh, I that was pretty awesome. There and there was a really good scene with um, was Scorpion and Sub Zero. I don't know if they fought each other, but there's they had like they weren't characters in the movies because they don't really uh, they don't really do anything. They don't talk or anything. No, but Scorp- there was Scorpion good... fu- Scorpion fights um, Johnny Cage at some point in this really cool like forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that—that's actually a really awesome scene. I loved how they did the grappling hook in the movie, where the grappling hook's head was like this little head of a snake thing, and it would kind of like bite at you. It was really mm-hmm. cool. I don't remember the Sub Zero fight. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I mean, it, he was in. It was definitely in it. Um, and then Reptile like has a, like a like a cameo in it too. Um, yeah, and then he turns into a reptile for some reason. Yep. Oh, he said that. Like, Johnny, Johnny Cage, like, gets a hold of him at the end, and he, like, he turns into an actual reptile, like, a, sort of like this weird CG lizard. And then he, like, kills him or something. I actually don't remember how he finishes him, but Liu Kang had most of the best fights. It was probably Liu Kang that fought Sub-Zero. Right. Just, like, I'm just spacing out on that scene. It, it, might, it might have been. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, and so, but the whole movie was kind of just based around Liu Kang and him. Like, he was the main, like, the big, he was, like, the main character in the film and like everyone else was kind of like they were supporting like supporting him and like he has like the big showdown with Shang Tsung at the end of the movie and um so like Shang Tsung his thing is like he's trying to kill all these people so he can take their powers that was like Shang Tsung's like his thing was like he could like uh he was taking people's power I, I think in the video game I don't know if he like was a shapeshifter or if he actually did like you could actually if you could use other people's movesets with him but like that was that was his, he was that a sh- was his deal. He was, he was a shapeshifter, and he would go, your soul is mine, and he would, like, suck it out of you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like... The, the but, character, uh, the guy that played um, Shang Tsung was, was kind of a, a famous um, Asian actor in his own right. Um, he, he's I actually like that actor a lot. I think he's really good. I can't remember his, his name escapes me, but he was in... Um, Showdown in Little Tokyo is like the main bad guy, which is a really cool Dolph Lundgren, Brandon Lee movie, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, his name's uh, Kiri Hiroyuku uh, Tagawa. Um, oh, I would have never got that. But I think he's a good actor. Um, yeah, he was... Uh, the movie wasn't... It wasn't... Acting wasn't terrible. It was just very, like... The movie itself was just kind of like... It just didn't, it had a weird flow to it. It was just very like it was just like there would be like a scene and then like a fight and then there would be a fight scene and then like they'd have another like try to do like some more like plot stuff and then there would be like a fight scene and then like so that was like basically yeah, the, like the, they wanted the to plot have stuff didn't movies. work. Yeah, the, yeah. And the plot yeah just, and then like but like it's so, like that was you know it is what it is but um and then like I think like three or four years later they came out with like. Mortal Kombat 2, Annihilation, nobody saw Oh, it. my God. No, I saw I saw, I saw, saw, saw it in theater with, I saw it in theater with my cousin Luke, and oh, my God, it was so bad. That movie is so stupid. It's it's beyond stupid. It's it's off. First of all, the very first scene, like, Johnny, Johnny, or, uh, yeah, Johnny Cage gets his neck snapped or something, and he dies. Like, the very first scene is Johnny Cage dying, and that really pissed <laughs> me off, because Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage is my favorite character. He was so funny in the first movie. And, and like a bunch of the actors didn't return. Like Liu Kang returned. Yeah. I think that might, I think that was like it. Like they had a different Raiden, a different, they had different um, Sonya Blade. Yeah. Different Jacks. 
the the new yeah. Sonia was awful. She wasn't like buff at all. She just she looked so wimpy. I she was a terrible choice for a fighter. And um, the the cool thing was, oh, I Shao Kahn was that his name? He Shao was that Kahn, dude, yes. He I can't remember the actor's name, but it's that it's that dude with this really giant jaw. And uh, he was in um, he was in Lionheart. As like uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, he was like one of the bad guys. He okay, really yeah. He, he was like the henchman of Cynthia, who was like this this gross, short haired like queen pin of like this underground fighting circuit for some reason. Uh-huh. He was like her like right hand man. It's this dude with this really big jaw. That guy was kind of cool, I guess. But like everything else in that movie was terrible. And they they did the, they did the they did like the cardinal sin of like making a. Uh, a translation. It's and, and that they started including things that they didn't need to that didn't make sense just for the sake of including them. Like suddenly, like they're out in the desert and like Nightwolf appears for no reason. Yeah, you know right. I mean? <laughs> yeah. And he like takes them on a spiritual journey or something. And he, he teaches. <laughs> oh no, he teaches them. He teaches them their animality or something. And it was so dumb. Do you remember that? <laughs> I I don't. I really. I like. I I probably seen this movie one time. Uh, and oh, so it's like bad. I, He's um, like, you need to get. They're like sitting around a campfire, and he's like, you need to get in touch with your animality. <laughs> you know, you, you want to know who plays? Uh, you want to know who plays? Um, right in that movie is James Remar. And no, James, I know. Oh, the guy from Sex and the guy from Sex in the City. The guy from Sex in the City, but I I know him better as uh, Dexter's dad in uh, in Dexter. Like, oh, I, I know. I actually didn't watch. I actually didn't watch Dexter, but no, I I remember seeing I remember seeing that guy. Jill loves Sex in the City. I remember like seeing him in one episode, and like he he was like dating like the slutty girl, the Kim Cattrall girl, and okay. um, I remember the Kim Cattrall girl was like speaking really highly of his member, and I remember thinking, Raiden? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> anyway, but um. And rose-colored glasses aside, I, I love the Mortal Kombat franchise. It was a great time as a kid. Uh, like, I would still play it for nostalgic purposes with, like, you or somebody else our age today just to have fun. Yeah. I would still re- – I would, like, get drunk and rewatch Mortal Kombat 1, or I'd get really drunk and rewatch Mortal Kombat 2 with you <laughs> to, like, really rip, to, like, really rip it, you know? But <laughs> not because I think it's going to be good, because it's not good. Oh, uh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's just it, – and it's one of those games that really does, like, hold up. Uh, my – um. I have a I have a client and they have a um they have a old Mortal Kombat cabinet. Um Oh cool. And and so I I recently like played it like in the cabinet and it's I mean it's hard to play like but it's still I mean it it's hard to play but like it's still like so fun to like just it's it's fun to just like stick around with like to just like you know play a couple matches and like it it holds up in the sense that like it it's Nostalgic. Like I imagine, if you're like a a teenager or a you know a, a ch- like a kid right now, and you went and played Mortal Kombat, you'd think like, "Holy cow, this is like so stupid." And uh, but it's definitely it has kids it, it today. Has a, if you're if you're a '90 kid, and specifically if you're a '90 like like boy who played like video games, like if you don't have a memory of Mortal Kombat, then like I think you probably had a pretty shitty childhood. Yeah, I question whether or not you were even really a '90s kid. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think you can call yourself a '90s kid, then. Yeah, well, there's, it, 
90s kids, like 90s kids, like they think like if oh I was born in 92, I'm a 90s kid. I'm like no, you were no. eight years. You're eight years old in 2000. Like that's you're an aught kid. Yeah, you're like I mean like I was born in 84. I was I was in the thick of the 90s. Like I really was. Well, I didn't get the I didn't get the whole like uh, Nirvana age. I, I wasn't young enough to yeah, be a part I, of like I was a little, the, the I was a young for the grunge too. <laughs> but I grew up I grew up in Seattle, so it was pervasive. Like you couldn't really get away from it. So I knew all about it, and I, my sister liked them, and I and I knew who Nirvana was, and people listened to it all the time because I was in Seattle at the time, so it was like a really big deal. Right. But yeah. I, I wasn't like a huge fan or anything at like age seven. You know, I was a huge fan of grunge music at age seven. What kind of weirdo kid is, by the way? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, yeah. we should we Mortal, should wrap it up. Yep, yeah, Mortal Kombat. It was uh, yeah, it was great. It was, uh, um, it was great. We 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 should finish him now and uh, do our anim- We should do our bestiality moves and uh, clock out of here. <laughs> so, but uh, no, it was it was a great it was a great trip down the south lane. We hope you guys um, like Mortal Kombat. We hope you. Like our podcast, um, you could follow us on Twitter uh, at Super Nineties Bros, um, or you could email the show at Super Nineties Brothers at Gmail dot com. Have any questions or concerns? And uh, yeah, we'd love to interact with you guys, and we're coming back. So if you've got ideas for shows you want us to hear, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, anyway, do you have anything else to say, man? Yeah, I was gonna say like, thank if you're listening to the show. Thanks for you know coming back and listening to it. We're gonna you know keep on doing this. On a weekly basis, we'll, you know, might have another hiatus in like four months, but like, this is we do this for fun, and like we love, we love hearing from you guys, and we love uh, that people just take the time to listen to our show. So thank you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, for Brennan Pointer, I am Adam J. Pitzler. This has been another bone chilling installment of Super Nineties Brothers. You guys check us out online. We'll talk to you soon. Later, later, guys. Peace. <laughs>